0: Curriculum Associates presents the Extraordinary Educators Podcast with hosts Danielle Solvin and Sari Laveris. Your tips, best practices, and successes to improve your teaching and leadership and drive student growth and learning. We're here for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the
1: Extraordinary Educator
0: Podcast. This is Danielle. Hey, everyone. It's Sari. And this week, we are so excited to be joined by one of our wonderful colleagues, National Director Mark Bernstein.
1: And it's so great to talk with Mark. Mark is a member of my team, and he has been supporting educators through keynotes on reminding them of the importance of human connection and understanding that we're not alone and everyone's going through something. And then he also just wrote a blog about the similar topic. So today we're so excited to talk about one activity, which sounds so simple, but it's so powerful, how to connect using questions.
0: Yes. And not only does this activity help facilitate that connection between you and your students, but also your students with one another. So we hope you enjoy. We hope you do this in your classroom. Please let us know on social or email if you do. And here is our conversation with Mark. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to chat with you today. I'm more excited
2: than you are because this is the first time I've ever been a guest on a podcast.
0: (laughs) Well, welcome. Thank you again. Awesome. Well, we know you have a keynote and you recently wrote a blog about how everyone is dealing with something and kind of ways to um, incorporate that into classrooms for teachers. And so as we think about educators heading back to the building for PD and staff meetings and then seeing their students really soon, what is on your mind in terms of ways teachers can kind of incorporate this into their practice?
2: Well, what's on my mind is the fact that we need each other right people have always needed each other and it seems like now that we've come out of covid everybody feels a little bit more lost and lonely and isolated but we were that way before covid and i'm pleased that mental health is getting more attention now but it's always been out there and students also struggle it's not just adults so my advice to teachers is that every student has needs and they should be listened to and uh, Questions should be asked and eye contact should be made that our kids, unfortunately, are being raised to think that the only way to socialize is digitally. If I could tell a quick story last night, I had to take my son to school for an event and I saw kids walking by him. I said, you know, son, I won't give his name to protect his (laughs) privacy. Don't you know those guys? Don't you know them from soccer or from class? He's like, yeah. I said, well, why don't you say hi? Because you snap with them. You do Snapchat. You're on Instagram with them, but they just don't communicate in person. It's the most bizarre thing. And so I think if we can teach our children to get back to talking with each other and expressing ourselves, that's going to help with their mental well-being and, of course, feeling connected in the classroom.
1: You are so right. This morning, I read something where the students feel that 20% of their teachers actually care about them. Hmm. I mean, it was really shocking. And we're not talking... This is just, we're in the business of developing human potential as educators. So I would love to know, what are some activities that we can do or we can recommend that educators do to build that connection? Because it doesn't take a lot, like you are like you said, smiling, <laughs> leaning in, right, asking right. questions. In this podcast, we like to do actionable tactical tips. So what's something that teachers can do right off the bat?
2: Sure, sure. And you know, to add to what you said it used to be easy for teachers to show kids that they cared and something just as simple as a hug then became a side hug. And now kids are like, and now teachers have no idea how to show affection towards children. But one thing that I think is really easy is this uh, recommendation that I make during my keynote presentation is that I have a bag of questions. took the F off of there because it makes it sound much more fun, but a bag of questions (laughs) where every day a teacher can reach into this bag and they are age appropriate and pull out a question and then students can take turns answering it. Whole class, if they want, they can break into small group and answer this question with each other. But the way that I recommend and what I think would be a great keepsake for students when they finish the year, it's a journal. So each question is a journal prompt. So it gives students the opportunity to write, to practice their handwriting. But it also gives them a chance to be a little bit more introspective and think about their life and what matters to them. And some of the questions are deep and some are just completely silly. And so be able to have access to a bag of questions, which in the show notes, maybe you can let people know how they can find this 150 questions that I provided for educators. And I think it'd be fun to even do one with you if you want. Yes, let's do it. So I'm reaching into the bag. I'm going to create a sound effect here. <laughs> That's me trying to find a question. I'm randomly picking one of these questions. And Sari, should we go with you first? Sure, I'm ready. Okay, Sari, here's the question for you. How do you want to be remembered? Ooh. Now, as you think about that, <laughs> yeah. your kids are also, your students are going to have to think about these same questions. What do I want to be remembered for? For being nice, for being funny, for being athletic. So Sari, what is your
0: answer? That is a great question. I got to think about that. We're really starting deep here. We didn't go with like the favorite flavor of ice cream, but that's fine. Right. I want to be remembered by the positive impact I have on other people's lives, I think, whether that's helping them be more efficient with their time or helping educators through the work that I do or teaching my kids right from wrong. Um, but yeah, I think I want people to remember me by, by helping them in some capacity. Right.
2: See, that's lovely and I think a lot of people probably feel the same way. Yep. Right? So Danielle, let's reach in and find you a question. Here Ooh. we go. This one reads, and again, this is random, what advice would you give to the it says 50-year-old you? So I'm not going to pretend to know how old you are, but <laughs> let's change that. What advice would you give to the 20-year-old
1: you? That's a great question. I think I would give the advice that Continue to be you, people will value you for your humor and your ability to connect, so you don't and the darkness will be okay like it, and when I was twenty, my mom passed away, so mm. I think I learned a lot when I was twenty. It's helped me now i'm forty five thanks for asking so in <laughs> you know the last twenty five years of my life, I think the advice I would just just reminding myself that it does get better and Just continue to stay true to you and humor always finds a way to heal.
2: Yeah, right. It's funny. You kind of probably knew that when you were 20, Mm -hmm. but you didn't act on it. By asking these questions in class, especially if it's a whole class activity, students will learn things about each other that aren't necessarily super private, but maybe kids will see each other in a different light. It's almost as if when I went to my 20 year reunion, I was talking with someone who I thought was a real jerk in high school. But it turns out I didn't know anything about this person. I just jumped to that conclusion for whatever reason. It could have been a jacket that he wore that made me assume that. And once you start talking to people and getting to know them, it's hard to dislike them because you you find things that connect you.
1: And that's I love this activity so much because how long did that take? How long is this podcast? It's even under 10 minutes. You can find out so much about everyone in your class with one question a day. And it doesn't take away from instructional time. It doesn't have to be 50 TikTok videos that we watch. It's just a simple question, asking students to turn and talk. I love the journal activity. So right now we were able to go a little bit deeper. You got Mm -hmm. to know a little bit more about Sari and I. Mark, I want to do a question for you. Pull one and answer it yourself.
2: Oh my goodness. Okay, here we go. (sighs) I'm reaching in. And by the way, another thing I suggest for teachers is to take breaks. We give kids recess. Why don't we get recess? So even if it's at the end of the day, taking a walk around campus, taking a walk around your neighborhood, being able to clear your head, we've got to take breaks. Okay, when was the last time someone did something unexpected and kind for you? That's the question for me. And the answer is a colleague of mine. uh, I complimented her on a sweatshirt she was wearing. I thought it was really cool. And then a few weeks later in the mail, I received that same sweatshirt.
0: That's that awesome. that was
2: really very touching. And it's my favorite sweatshirt. I haven't washed it yet. I haven't taken <laughs> it off yet, quite frankly. But that was the last time someone did something <laughs> kind and unexpected. And it's, it made a huge difference. It made my week.
0: Thank you for sharing that. I love the idea, too, just going back to how to do this with your students about journaling because how cool is that that they'll have essentially an artifact of like that that year of their life, and so when they're older, hopefully they keep it. It'd just be something nice to reference as you know when they are fifty, what advice did you give yourself? like you can look back at that and see how true it still is. um It's just really, really cool, Mark, so thank you for sharing.
2: Right, because I worry their journaling now is through Snapchat or sharing pictures. Right. And if somehow their account is deleted, they have no memories, uh, physical memories that they can go to. And this is something that they can keep forever.
0: Yeah. So we'll link all of these resources in the show notes so you can use this with your students um, as you kick off the new school year.
1: And we appreciate you, Mark. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us and the world. And we can't wait to continue to learn more from you.
2: I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks. Get inspired by following us on social media and please tag us in your posts on Twitter at Curriculum Soch, and on Instagram at My I Ready. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. Subscribe where you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to help more educators like you join the conversation, please leave a review. Remember, be you, be true, be extraordinary.
1: The Extraordinary Educator podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates, editing by Whiteboard Geeks, social media by Atsidi Hannon, guest booking by Sari Labaris. production by Haley Browning. This podcast is copyrighted materials and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.